Welcome to the Top Gear magazine podcast, a peek behind the curtain of what it's really like to drive other people's cars for a living. These are the stories behind the stories. Hello everyone, I'm Jack Ricks and this is uh, one of those podcasts where we delve into the deep, dark corners of the Top Gear archive and and sort of resurrect a story from the past uh and uh this uh episode we're talking about that time we recreated the most iconic peugeot advert ever and it's one that i did along with roan horncastle who's already here next to me hello everybody i'm sure you know what well do you know what this advert is i'm sure you do because there's i would say there's two iconic um peugeot adverts what's the other one because you know what the real one is. The 205. We've got Ollie Marriage here, who's our, our man oh, from yeah, the, yeah, the 205. From the 80s, 90s. From the 80s and 90s. I'm going to say also the Peugeot 405 Take My Breath Away advert, which is when it, it went razzing past a, f- a field of um, sugar uh, sweet corn or something that exploded as it went past. There's a lot of stuff on fire. It's from There's before my time, but I've seen it. It was all very YouTube. acceptable back then. And that's Ollie Blown Q2, who's up. our millennial correspondent. So I forgot to introduce everyone on this <laughs> particular so podcast. I was so excited to tell <laughs> yeah, you what yeah. we're up to. But mm. it is the 206 advert, mm-hmm. known as the sculpture. Sculptor. The sculptor, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, You'd it, reckon, I think you'd get it from the music. Oh, yeah. Iconic yeah. sound. I'm not going to attempt to sing it. For or, rights reasons. Or reason. hum it. Yeah. <laughs> for yeah. Right, yeah. Yes, yes, for BBC <laughs> rights reasons. Um but Give just us the synopsis to, of the ad. The synopsis of the ad. Okay, so it's a young um, gentleman. Uh, he sees a picture of a new 206. I think it's in the newspaper. Mm. Um, falls in love instantly, but can't get his hands on one or doesn't have the cash to buy one new. So he takes a Hindustan, Hindustan rather ambassador, which is... Um, We'll come on to exactly what that is in a minute. Um, and takes a basically a sledgehammer and a little pin hammer to it eventually to mould this car into an approximation of the Peugeot 206 covered in dents and dimples and everything and then drives around town looking extremely pleased with himself. Doing what we'd call these days a flex. Yeah. A flex. Look like the dog's danglies. So, yeah. Uh... A, head, a head bob. But it was just one of those ads that had, like, no no speaking in it. There was no, like, buy the new 206 because it comes with free anti-lock brakes. It was yeah. just, it, this car looks cool. Your mates are going to think it looks cool. And here's a guy who wants it so much that he's built one. And it just... But also it's a Peugeot so 206, yeah. which is not so brilliant. It's this... It's affordable super mini. You can all have one. Yeah. And it's this desirable. That's you, good advertising. And yeah, Come this on. era of TV, because no one really watches TV adverts anymore. I don't think, well, they're, they're limited and you've just got YouTube pre-roll where you've got five seconds. You could tell a bit of a story in an advert then. Mm. And creative departments were going wild for them. Whereas now a car advert, you have to show the car straight away. It's being driven really safely on the road. And then you say, here's the percentage APR at the end. Go and buy one. <laughs> this has nothing to do no. like with yeah. the showing hallmarks of it. It's just the desire. And it was just done so, so well. So, so yeah, so there's the advert, there's the, there's the background. Um, so in 2017, Peugeot bought the rights to the Ambassador brand, um, which probably no one knows about because they, I don't think they've ever done anything with them. Um, uh, I wrote down in the story, I think it was like 9 million quid they spent on these, the rights to the Ambassador brand. So the Ambassador was a car that was built um, in India 
based on Morris Oxford between 1948 and 2014. So if you do the maths... That's a lifespan. Yeah. Yeah. So famously, you would have, um, you know, up until nine years ago, brand new ambassadors on the road that were literally uh, a 60... 65 year old design they've taken a leaf out of Catrum's book <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, there's a there's a group test waiting to happen um throwing the actually, VW Beetle but amazingly see, they they went out of production in 2014 we were there in 2018 we were over in India and they're almost they disappeared from the roads almost already the ambassadors because had the ambassadors had they're basically used by sort of local officials and and sort of eccentric people really yeah. but they'd already been um mostly swept off the road because we thought yeah there'd be 10 a penny and you just turn around and you get one but yeah. we thought it'd be the easiest car in india to get considering yeah. how long they were made for and how many but, cars were on the road but why did we want to get one right that's what we haven't explained because um why not try and recreate the world's most uh, the show's most iconic advert, perhaps not the world's most iconic advert, because the car that was in the advert clearly was just a standard 206 that they'd hit with a hammer. And I know this because we went to La Reserve, which is um, the sort of where Peugeots go, a Peugeot retirement home, let's call uh-huh. that, in France, and they had kept the car from the advert. So as a little preamble to this feature, we went over to France and we drove about in that. Nothing much to report. It was a 206 that had been dented dented up a bit but our mission was could you actually turn an ambassador into a 206 gti or a 208 gti seeing as that's the the car that was on sale at the time by then but when you say could you turn one into we don't mean you down in your garage could one hammers could one one One. so um so yeah so we 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 got in touch with peugeot and we pitched this idea and amazing they say they didn't hang up on us i was expecting him to laugh and then hang up no they said great idea i think you know with with uh, let's let's peel back the curtain a little bit with really bonkers ambitious ideas like this a lot does depend on which pr person for a brand whose desk it lands on you know some of them worked worked off their feet don't have the time don't have the vision sorry not now probably not ever whereas um you know the person that that worked with us on this from Peugeot was just game he was really up yeah. for it and um and and basically got on the got on the phone spoke to India I don't know how he did it but spoke to India spoke to <laughs> India <laughs> spoke to operator get me India spoke to Peugeot's <laughs> India <laughs> hello is that India the whole of India um <laughs> I managed to get hold of a um, a university. So there was a university in Pune, in India, um, called and I'm, I'm I've obviously got the article in front of me, so I can actually read these names out. I, I still can't says, read it. <laughs> Ajinkya, Ajinkya D.Y. Patil University in Pune. Um, uh, they they have a a sort of uh, automotive design and fabrication department within the university and they said yeah sure why not we can turn an ambassador into a 208 gti without probably realizing entirely what they were taking on but as i as i sum up at the end of the feature that's what made this brilliant they just said yes and then worried about how how on earth they did it yeah you know, your, your crazy idea became their coursework yes exactly and also pune is Basically, we learn the kind of Detroit of India. Mm-hmm. That's where a lot of the motoring manufacturers oh, have facilities yeah. and factories, mm-hmm. etc. So, this, you know, these these young students 
want to get into the, the motoring industry and want to prove their best. So when Top Gear comes knocking, saying, we want to do a stupid idea, they just jumped at it. And yeah. it, it was and incredible. And they people who can do it. It was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. People with these skills and with, you know, quite like... Um, the the fabrication that was required was quite uh, ad hoc. Mm. There was a lot of fiberglass yeah. molds and um, uh, we'll get. Well, I'll, I will explain exactly how they did it because it was just bonkers. And I'll also stick my hands up and say, once this idea was underway, once they had um, accepted the challenge, if you like, we were back in London, feet on the desk. Grinning, very pleased with ourselves that we yeah. got this feature underway, um, because we couldn't go and you know it took three months. Did it three months of wow graft for them to make this thing come into reality? Yeah, so they took the bloke thirty seconds in the advert. <laughs> yeah, no, magic one, television. Eh? One night of work and a bit of welding, and he was there. But um, uh, yeah, so uh, I was basically being sent. We were being sent. Um, updates, videos, phone pics of like the latest stage of the mm. build um, and then uh, just to jump forward a bit and then we went out to to Pune to put the finishing touches to the car and to also film a recreation of the advert. Now I was going to ask about this because in, in the iconic advert the guy starts off modifying the ambassador by crashing it frontwards into a wall and then backwards to kind of shorten it, give it the 206's mm-hmm. wheel at each corner stance Yeah. but then he realises that the bonnet isn't sloped enough and he needs to get the bonnet slanted and mm-hmm. he does this by having an elephant sit on the front of his car. Yeah. How did you achieve the same effect? Because I imagine the BBC's health and safety department aren't very happy with well, using circus animals. It didn't stop us asking animals. the question. No, we asked we, the question. We ironically, the elephant in the room. Ironically, <laughs> I thought it was finding someone who was prepared to turn an ambassador into a 208 GTI would be the problem. I thought elephants, they're 10 a penny in India. You know, you know, they're everywhere. Um, but no, um, we did ask the question. We did try to get an elephant. Um, yes. Uh, well, we had to audition a few yeah. to see. And then, yeah, we weren't... What did you do? Go to a zoo? Well, I think it was actually possible, but Peugeot's... Uh, uh, kind animal of corporate, welfare, yeah, corporate, corporate legal department didn't like it. Then when we mentioned it to the BBC, they didn't like it. Probably a good decision all round. Mm. But... Um, uh, we re- we replicated we replicated uh, instead of an elephant we had a digger so we used the 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 massive the backhoe loader yeah yeah what's that uh, on the back of a JCB like the, the bucket the that's on the yeah the yeah. big the bucket the big yeah. dangly scrapey yeah. scrapey clory thing yeah, yeah. that you we used that, that to squash on. the bunnet. We're jumping ahead. We're jumping ahead to the film shoot. That was the pinnacle. That was the apex, the crescendo of our endeavours. The fun was... um, Well, the fun began before we even got to India. So I did handily in this feature write a a sort of step-by-step guide... Um, for how to turn an ambassador into a Tour 8 GTI for, for all the people at home. For all those letters that we get every month mm-hmm. going, Top Gear, help. Yeah. Ple- to please write in, please let us know. Did you use my handy step-by-step guide and turn an ambassador into a Tour 8 GTI? Because <laughs> I'd be very interested Go who did. What's so, the process? So, well, source an ambassador, about 1,000 quid, 1.8 diesel, 87,000 miles on the clock, barely run in. Then they stripped it down, so obviously all the all the body panels removed, lopped the back end off to to, to give it those wheel at each corner, shorter overhangs, 
Um, the ambassador has a nice big rear overhang, as you'd expect. Um, and then it was, but then it was basically welding on a a, a different uh, A pillars and roof to give it more of a Tour GTI roof line. The ambassador, as you can imagine, is quite boxy. So it doesn't have the, the reclination to the windscreen. That's a word I never thought I'd use. Um, <laughs> then they basically milled different pieces out of foam and then built fiberglass moulds around those. So the entire back of the car is one fiberglass mould. You right. cannot open the boot on this. The entire yeah. front of the car is one fiberglass mould. Mm. Um, and then the rest of it was just hammers and welding and hand shaping the doors to fit against the roof line and the sills. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing what they did the ingenuity is crazy Mm. yeah so did they get the the profiles of it from Peugeot or something do they get given all the CAD modeling no No. so so the only so the only real thing that was um uh from a GTI uh from a 208 GTI was the bits that we sent over so from Paris they sent uh the correct grill they sent the correct uh headlights headlights taillights and um, the wheels. Uh, what are they called? Those things that you look rear view mirrors. Wing mirrors. Oh, wing mirrors. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> it's yeah. been a long day. The, well, you just don't studio. use them, do you? You're always that front seat. Nah, nah, nah. I'm just yeah, just <laughs> heading to. So they so they had those correct components to work around for a little bit of a template, but everything else was done by eye. Yeah. So they got all the all the body creasing, and all that had to be put in by hand, basically. Yeah. That's very impressive. Yeah, all of it was very impressive. We we landed on the ground and couldn't believe what they had done. And yeah. also, if you're expecting kind of some McLaren MTC facility that's super clean mm. and tidy, no. no. There was yeah. a man in basically a back alley with some hammers and a, a lot of um, dedication and so a picture to go off. Yeah, so let me get this straight. When they when Peugeot actually made the advert, what they did was just take a 206 and knock it around a bit. Yeah. What you took, what you did was actually recreate. Yes, what we did it, was did better than the best advert ever. Yeah, yeah. So you took a Hindustan ambassador and made it into a two hundred eight. Exactly. By cladding it in the right body panels. Exactly. Well, roughly and um, chopping off lots of bits. So, yeah, yeah. So there was this amazing moment when when so Ron and I turned up and basically it was done. It was painted, mm-hmm. um, two tone coupe franche paintwork, um, which That's was black and red. The, black and red yeah. that was Kane's offered mask. on the two hundred eight yeah. GTI. Um, so when we turned out, it's basically done. We, we, we got to, um, stick a, basically some badges on the front and back and, <laughs> and stunt up the fact that we were, you know, screwing the doors on and stuff like that. But, but, but the hard work had been done. Um, but before that, there was a moment where they, where they revealed it to us in front of an, a, a lot of members of the university, a lot of students yeah. and stuff. And I was getting a bit sweaty because weirdly, I didn't want it to look too good. Yeah. My worry was that if they took it off and it looked like a Tour 8 GTI, the story lost a bit of its... It looked like you yeah. just imported a real one. Yeah. Mm. And they whipped it off and I was like, no, we're good here. <laughs> <laughs> we're, it's good. Gorky, you know? we're good. It looked sort of sharp, you know, the, the, the surfacing, the quality of the paint, which was basically done with a rattle can, you know, mm. around the back, um, was perfect. <laughs> it just, it looked like a very close approximation of a Tour 8 GTI shabby in every department you know when people do those kind of replicas of like ferrari 355s but based on a toyota mr2 and they kind of so they're mid-engined and they're low and they've got pop-up headlights but the wheelbase looks a bit off and the stance it just sort of there's something that that sets off the alarm in your car nerd brain going 
nah, that's not right. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what this oh, is. Because yeah. yeah. it's a 208, but it's like the stance is all wrong and it's on tiptoes. Yeah. And then there's actually a shot of you doing the world's only rear-wheel drive burnout in a Peugeot 208. <laughs> so it's actually because better than a... Than a <laughs> it's rear-wheel drive. Yeah. This is from that era, isn't it? When yeah. every single feature had Jack leaning out the window of a car doing a burnout. Because you'd also... We'd have to do, we'd have to do the, the day that you went to um, San oh, Francisco yeah, and recreate the Steve McQueen shot yeah. leaning out. But that's for another day. So, yeah, if you want to see a rear-drive Peugeot 208... You have to touch Jack Ricks. It's a very special, special car. This a collector's <laughs> item. The yeah. interior was brilliant because um, they didn't have time to do that. Mm. That was just an ambassador's interior itself, yeah. 60 years old they in didn't its put design. The teeny little Peugeot steering wheel on that you have to sort of balance no. on your knees. No, no, no. It was <laughs> yeah, an ambassador. Could, we could see the, the, the rev counter and the speedometer in this one. Another thankfully. improvement. <laughs> yes, exactly. The standard two but because the um, because the windscreen was so much more reclined, yeah. there was this enormous gap between the dash and the thing, which I think they'd just like stuffed a cloth down the back of, so you, <laughs> so you didn't lose your phone. But 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 that was brilliant. It worked. It it drove. I remember us taking it um, into the local town. You know, there was a point when we sort of went, "Is it insure? Is it road?" Li-? And I thought, "Less better not to ask." We're only going. We're only going half a mile up the road to this. If you've ever been to India, you'll appreciate this absolutely bonkers scene that was the middle of this village that seemed to have about 100,000 people, cars, bikes, scooters, livestock, and everything else going on. And then we are, like, running around in this car. Rowan's running around sweating buckets, trying to take pictures. I'm trying not to run over cows because they're sacred. I'm trying to, uh, you know, I can see the car's about to overheat, and then it did overheat. And then we're there with the bonnet up, and Mm. we get swamped by people. So it still had the original diesel engine. Yeah, yeah. It was Uzu 1.8 diesel under the yeah. bonnet so so that was Strong. all that was all fun now then we came to the to the bit right we wanted to recreate this advert um so you can still go on youtube and watch our recreation of the sculptor and um, what's the um what's the search term that will get i think it's it? just top gear recreates the sculptor Peugeot ad i'm just gonna look it up now there we go so so Stick that into YouTube yeah. and you will come across it. Um, TG, TG has recreated the, the one of the world's greatest the world's car ads. I'll take you to, um, to topgear.com where the, where the video is embedded. There it is. I'm going to have to stop this playing now, aren't I? Yeah, stop we, it. We, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the music um, rights are going to kick in. Uh, sorry. So, but to film that, um, there's a part where obviously the car starts life as an ambassador. And then he crashes it and an elephant sits on it and, and he smacks it with a hammer and he welds it until it looks like a 206. Now, our ambassador had already been taken to bits, mm-hmm. stripped down, chopped up, meticulously, <laughs> meticulously welded and moulded back together to look like a 208 GTI. So all that was left of the ambassador was a pile of panels basically sitting on the floor, which no one had really thought about. So I remember, I remember us standing around, scratching our heads, staring at these panels going... Well, we need to make that look like a car for the film so we can squash it. Um, at which point, um, I think his name is, I want to get his name right, um, Ashish Nah. Uh, let me get it right. Ashish, yeah, Ashish Nah said, well, why don't I get a, um, a four foot by two foot box frame and just weld all the panels onto this box frame stick it on trolley wheels at the bottom and then we have what looks like on close-ups an ambassador you yeah. can see you can see in the pictures here there's a shot of them wheeling this kind of yeah. sort of ghost car around it's, yeah. it's very hollywood in a way it isn't it because it looks bob the on. ingenuity of the way he mm. came up with the idea thought yeah. that would not be a problem stand back i think 
probably two hours, a couple of hours later, it was done. The resourcefulness of this team, they Mm. make Ray Mears look rubbish and lazy. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas when we would stand and go, oh, this is a problem, the whole thing's screwed. They went, nope, it's not a problem at all. And then we'd literally just make things out of thin air. And they rebuilt an ambassador they had taken apart on this new chassis that they had uh, made and then rolled it out. Probably stiffer than the original chassis, (laughs) to be honest, on this box. Um, and so there we were. We had we had an ambassador on wheels that we could do close-ups of it crashing into um, various things. Um, so as I say, we couldn't get hold of an elephant, so we needed something big and heavy and silly to um, to sit on the bonnet. So we went and got a JCB digger. Um, I remember that because that, again, being the organised team we are, we hadn't sorted out. So someone went, don't worry, there's some construction going on down the road, and just ran off to go and... <laughs> To give a, one of these digger drivers a tenner and just say, come, just drive straight into the middle of the university and we're going to crash a crash a car into you. <laughs> Lovely. Not a problem. That's fine. In you come. Um, and then it risk was assessment a... on this one? Did you do the risk assessment? I'm sure someone covered I'm sure it somewhere. I'm sure someone did yeah, a risk assessment. You <laughs> shouldn't be surprised at the, the engineering integrity because this is, the, you know, the day before we recorded this, they've landed a the first ever space probe on the south pole of the moon. So India knows its mm. way around a spanner, and this yeah. was in the latest, I, the, lo- the longest the, in, a, in a long line of engineering and achievements. And ironically, this is that, up that, there. that that space shuttle was actually based around that <laughs> ambassador. ambassador. <laughs> She's had four trolley wheels underneath <laughs> it. Yeah. So there we go. So they yeah. So then we went off. We we were filming, and we had. I did think we all did these... it all in a day, didn't we? We did. It and then all. in the evening, yeah. we had to go for the final shot. Oh. Which is the, the iconic, iconic. Mm. yeah, kind of head bob. bouncing around town. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. We even got hold when the music of music drops. Yeah, we even got hold of a, a a very handsome young couple who were there, sort of, uh, you know, pouting into the camera, yeah. and they they basically they had to swivel their heads around when I drove past, hugely impressed by my two hundred eight GTI as I bobbed my head and you know you know raised my eyebrows knowingly. Um, one of the highlights of my career, I have to say. Jack, act- I've, I've got to know. Acting was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> After, yeah, your your starring role and, you know, the amount of man hours that went into this car, mm. where is it now? What's happened to it? Is it in a... a- Indian art gallery <laughs> or the reserve in Peugeot's <laughs> reserve, reserve. <laughs> I, I do think there was a bit of a conversation I remember with Peugeot and, and the whole thing was yes 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 this is costing a lot of money but just think of the trophy you'll have to keep afterwards yeah. um, at which point I think it became it was extremely expensive as it would be to ship anything from, from that Maybe. large mm. um, from India back to back to Europe it would also really confuse customs when they say, what is this car? It looks like a Peugeot, but it's actually an ambassador underneath. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it, on the carnet, it says ambassador. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're in all sorts of trouble. Um, so I think it actually stayed out there at the university and it became a sort of donation that, that they could just mess around with and tinker with. Whether they ever did or whether they stuck it in the foyer as a, as a trophy. Or it's the prize taxi around Pune. Yeah. Yeah, everyone wants to have a ride <laughs> yeah, in this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you can't get in the back doors because they're, <laughs> they're fiberglass uh, shut, so... <laughs> yeah, that that is a slight problem. So it was, do you know what? This is what this series of podcasts is all about for me. I'd totally forgotten about this. <laughs> it, it feels like a sort of more carefree era. Definitely. You know. Yeah. April 2018, this issue. Five years ago. published in, yeah. Yeah, over five years ago. Feels like longer. What car ads should we recreate next is the question. <laughs> oh, good for good the Spotify point. Potter. Uh, pop-up, pot-up, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's car, the pop-up. We'll poll, again, podcast car. poll yeah. <laughs> on Spotify. We're going to go, yeah. What is the best car advert of all time that we should recreate? 
I always liked the dancing Citroen C4, but I feel like that might be quite expensive to do. (laughs) (laughs) To CGI it. Massive transformer sort of animatronic hatchback. Or Honda's... um, Cog. Cog, yeah. I think we don't have the patience for that, do we? No, 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 no. No, we play with ping pong balls and a couple of straws. Do you remember Mercedes Magic Ride? With the, the chicken chickens. heads. Oh, the chickens. Chickens. We I could do, do that at home. You've got today. chickens. Yeah, yeah. You've got chickens. You've yeah, got yeah. chickens. Yeah, yeah. Right. I've done, we've, we've done some of that with the chickens, and they're, they're pretty good at it. Our and it chickens works. are fully trained. They've got magic rides. So you've got yeah. the optional magic ride with I your chickens. I've got magic ride chickens. Jarrah's <laughs> got your heads. Yeah. Better actor than Jack. <laughs> <laughs> like, even, his car, even his pets have damping. I'm going to upgrade them to sport suspension next No, no, no. Um... Right, let us know. Let us know the best car ad ever. For me, it, this will be forever ingrained and I shall not be moved. Um, I mean, I thought it was the best car ever, ever before we even did this, but now I have to say it because we, and we if made the, this happen. If there's anything else from the archive that you want us to talk about or contributors or things from the past, you know, from Top Gear magazine, uh, hit us in the comments on, on wherever you listen to your podcasts and we will look at them. Let's know your can, favourite features yeah, back in the day. Go and behind. if you're a car manufacturer out there and you want uh, your next concept car knocked up, then we know some people in India who can do a damn fine job. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say, if you're a car manufacturer who's got some budget going spare, let us know because we know how to waste we'll it. we'll do something ridiculous. As well. <laughs> that applies too. Yeah. Got yeah. some money to splash. We'll get the welders out. All right, make sure you get to YouTube Check out the advert. Be kind in the comments. Check out the acting. Check out the (laughs) acting. Uh, That was the early days of my acting career. I've come on a long way since then. No, I haven't. Um, (laughs) Enjoy it. All right, thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. Yeah, the head nod was on point, Jack. (laughs) (laughs) Who watched it? Thank you for listening to the Top Gear Magazine podcast. Hope you enjoyed that. And don't forget to subscribe, to leave us a review, to leave us a star rating. But also check out what is in the rest of the feed because as well as interviews, we've got our monthly uh, behind the curtain look into the issues that we make. And also there's some new audio tidbits coming. So, like Jack says, subscribe. Subscribe.